Hey, 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 legend, Fraser Brooks here coming at you with episode 216 of the Network Marketing Ninja podcast. In this podcast episode, I want to talk to you about the different types of people I believe you need to surround yourself with in order to get to next levels in your life and avoid the devils that you are faced with or be able to overcome the devils that you are faced with in that environment. It's not just about surrounding yourself with people to grow, but also surrounding yourself with people who are going to support your growth and also help you overcome the difficulties and the challenges that you have when you have that growth. All right. So before we do that, I first and foremost want to say a big thank you to everyone who engaged in this podcast. And you might be thinking, how do you engage? Well, the first level of engagement with the podcast is obviously listening and absorbing. The second level is making notes. And the third level is simply sharing with everyone else you know. Um, I see the, the number of downloads kind of fluctuate. Some, some episodes get more than others. I guess some of you guys want the mindset stuff and the skills stuff and the social media stuff and the other stuff that goes around. And I would really love it if you could let me know which ones you prefer. And all you got to do to do that is just send me a message on Instagram at Fraser Brooks Online. I only have one account on Instagram at Fraser Brooks Online. Uh, and just send me a message. Hey, I love your podcast. Hey, I've been listening to your podcast. I would love to, I would love that you to cover this, 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 and this. This is a podcast not for me. It's a podcast for you. Some of the episodes are for me where I document my journeys and my travels so that future generations can binge listen to this, you know, this podcast and, um, you know, get value and think like, oh, that was, that was my dad. That was my granddad. That was my great, 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 great granddad. Um, his voice was weird. Why does he have a Scouse accent? We're not from Liverpool, <laughs> right? Maybe because they, they haven't grown up in Liverpool like I did. Anyway, so let's get into this. If you haven't already done so, please be sure to join our free Telegram channel. You can do that by going to Fraser's Telegram. So step one, download Telegram. It's a great app. And if you're in network marketing, you should be using it. Um, and then step two, just go to the link Fraser'sTelegram.com. I'll leave the link in the description for you so you can check that out. It's our exclusive community, nearly 7,000 people. We discuss different ideas. I give a lot of giveaways, a lot of giveaways in there. Uh, we discuss wins of the week. I give top tips, lessons, quotes, and a lot of people use the content that I share on there for social media posts themselves. All right. So today I want to talk about the seven types of people you need to surround yourself with and the reasons why. So the first one, or you need to you need to hang around with people who inspire you, right? So the inspired people. So number one are the inspired people. These are the people who are usually excited. They have met someone or come across someone who's inspired them. Um, a lot of the times, though, these people you'll find <clears throat> you'll find these people in your network marketing business, whether they're upline, downline, or sideline. And just be very aware of who the people in your life are who are in, who are in the inspired. So part one with this is, again, I think I asked you to do this a few episodes ago, but make a list of everyone you spend time with, hang out with, or speak to at least once a week. And if you feel like that, 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 that list is very small, then do once a month. Who are the people that you speak to, hang out with, spend time with at least once a week? And now I want you to kind of, in the, in the column next to that, and you can use a Google sheet, you can use a piece of paper and a pen, you can use your notes on your iPhone or your Android or whatever, but next to that, I want you to let me know if, what, which one of these seven types they are. And they could be a few, but I want you to find out what's the primary type this person is. So again, the inspired, they're usually fired up. They've usually met someone or know of someone or are friends with someone who's inspired them or is currently inspiring them. And when you're hanging out with them, 
they and you're talking about different ideas and concepts they're excited and they're eager to learn and listen to you because they feel that you know it's going to combine with the inspiration that they've already had and maybe you're going to turn into an inspiration for them what i've found over the years if people who people who are inspired by others can easy be easily more sorry can be more easily inspired by you Right? When you come across people who aren't inspired by anyone, they're usually closed to it, or you are the breakthrough and the catalyst for that. But if you come across someone who said, oh, I'm really inspired by Tony Robbins, then you can also be an inspiration to that person as well, because that inspiration barrier, the acceptance of being inspired by someone, that's already down. Right, That barrier is already down. All right, so number one, the inspired. I also want you to be very aware of what you feel you are. Like, So if someone was to write your name on a list, what would they put next to your name, okay? So, number two, the passionate. Now, the inspired and the passionate are a little bit different. The passionate people are the ones who, when you spend time with, they just won't shut up about a certain topic, a certain exciting, energetic, and positive topic, right? So, um, we, me and Svetlana always laugh because whenever I watch football, I turn into a completely different person. Um, I'm very passionate about network marketing, very passionate about football, very passionate about golf, and very passionate about my family, right? So if you get me in a pub, or you get me in a restaurant, or you get me sitting by the pool, you get me in a coffee shop, in a hotel lobby room, whatever it might be, and you say, hey, Fraser, let's talk about football, then I could talk to you for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours about, about football. From my point of view, it's always positive. Now, when I say positive... If Liverpool lose or draw like they did at the weekend, we shouldn't have drew, we should have won, but we didn't, um, then it might be a little bit negative because I'm a bit upset, but I'll be mainly pa- passionate about the future. If you ask, hey, Fraser, let's talk about network marketing, I will just be able to talk to you for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, and years without any water or food. Obviously, I'll need water and food, but you get my point. So the passionate people are going to get you fired up and keep you fired up. I don't know what the opposite of passionate is. My English is not that good. I don't know the opposite of passionate, but imagine someone who's super passionate and then someone who's the opposite of super passionate. Who do you want to spend the time with? Now, if you say the other person, it's because you are the other person or you're like the other person, you find comfort in it, okay? So number one, we need the inspired. Number two, we need the passionate. Number three, we need the grateful. We need the grateful, Who in your life who you spend time with, hang out with, or communicate with at least once a week, who are the people in there who are grateful? Hey, I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for the life that we live. I'm so grateful. Uh, I'm so happy and grateful for my mentors. I'm so grateful for this network marketing opportunity. I'm so grateful for this podcast. I'll tell you what, I say this very often in the inner circle, my, uh, my kind of group coaching program, that... I believe one of the, one of the reasons why America is the well many consider the greatest country of all. I think it's probably the greatest country in terms of an income opportunity. Um, I saw someone make a post about three or four weeks ago that the America is the best place to make money, um, but it's also the worst place to spend money. What they meant by that was that it's a great place to make money, but you if you go if you go out to Asia, the Philippines, Thailand, different parts of Europe. Israel, uh, Australia, you will find incredible things to be able to, to do with your money. America too is amazing, but I think I hope you get my point of what I'm saying here. But I believe one of the greatest reasons or one of the biggest reasons for that is the level of gratitude that they share is incredible. 
me and Talana, we were listening to a little bit of the of the Time to Thrive challenge, uh, challenge that was going on by Dean Graciosi and Tony Robbins. And it actually made us cringe a little bit, the level of gratitude and edification that was being shown. Like the edification and, and gratitude of bringing someone on as a speaker took like five minutes. In the UK, it would take us 15 seconds. Um, and I think that's just a big problem with upbringing, with the environment. Um, in the US, it's just you have a day of the year. Thanksgiving is a big day of the year where you give thanks, you show gratitude. We don't really have that. Um, we don't really have that outside of, of North America. So um, again, find the people in your life who you are great, who are who are grateful for you, who you're grateful for, but also people who show gratitude on a regular basis. All right. Number four, the humble. The humble. Who do you hang out with who are humble? Who do you hang out with who show humility? Who do you hang out with who, although they have a little bit of success, although they have a good career, although they're a few levels above you, they still have the time to break bread, have a beer, have a laugh, um, you know, go for a walk, pick up the phone, spend 15 minutes with you. Who are those people? Who are the people in your life who keep you grounded, who, can, who are prepared to give you a slap if you need it when you get too big for your boots? Your ego gets too big. Number five. The kind. Who are the, who are the kind and the caring people in your friendship group? And by the way, guys, if you don't have these people, then actively go out there and find these people. I remember it was October 2019, and I was in Eric Warrior's back garden. Um, it was me, Svetlana, Eric, and Marina. We were watching. We were watching some really stupid TV. It was one of those TV shows where like people pranked each other. Or I say it's stupid. It was hilarious. We just had a laugh. It was actually quite. I'm looking at Svetlana now. It was kind of weird, wasn't it? We were just in the back of this multi, multi, multi-million dollar mansion just watching like aimless TV because we just switched off together. And uh, Eric basically challenged me. He said, I want you to go and find a network of friends who aren't in network marketing, um, who are doing well. He said, it's a big challenge. It's not going to be easy. And you know what? It isn't. It really isn't because I'm so obsessed with network marketers. I love spending time with network marketers. But uh, it was a great challenge that he gave me. But when you don't have any of these seven people on your list, you need to actively go out there and start to identify, oh, that person's really kind. Oh, that person's super grateful. Oh, that person's humble. Oh, wow, that person's really inspired. Wow, I love that. That person's super passionate. And you need to look to befriend these people if you don't already have them on your list in your life. All right? So the kind, the caring. I don't think I need to explain who the kind and the caring are. But Who's, who's, who's sending you a thank you card when you give them a gift? Who's, who's inviting you to, to a dinner with a new set of friends? Who's sending you a birthday card? Who's wishing you Merry Christmas? Who's wishing you Happy Birthday? Who's always showing up when you need them? All right? Number six, the honest. The honest. Now, this might hurt, but who are the people who are prepared to tell you you're doing wrong when they think you're doing wrong? And you might, you might react in a way that like, who are they to tell me that? They don't know the full situation. But the really, truly honest friends or the really, truly honest people that you surround yourself with will tell you when they think that you're making a bad mistake, when you're making a big mistake. They'll tell you. And the people who don't, when, you, when you've overcome that bad mistake or you've kind of gone through the other end, maybe, maybe you date uh, a guy or a girl and your friend really wants to tell you that they don't think she or he is right for you but you kind of shut up because you don't want to hurt that person's feelings, then it all ends horribly wrong. Then you said, oh, you know what? Like, 
I, I really didn't like them anyway. I was going to tell you, that's the worst thing, right? It's like, well, why didn't you flip and tell me? Because you wouldn't have listened. You probably wouldn't have listened. But at least after, you kind of could have said in a nice way, ah, you know, I kind of wanted to help you there. Um, kind of funny how it works. But I don't think there are enough people who are super honest and direct uh, in people's lives. I really don't. I think there's a lot of people who will tell you what you want to hear, who will say what you want to hear, who will validate or verify what you want to know, um, but not enough people who will tell you, like, listen, I think you're making a mistake, right? Um, now, you might be thinking, oh, hang on a minute. I've got lots of these. When I'm telling them to do my network marketing business, they're saying, no, you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that, right? That's also, you know, those people are honest in your life. But what I would say is who are the people who are positively honest I don't think we talk about this enough, but who are the people who are positively honest? So what I mean by that is they might say, don't do that, but try this. Like, How many people would you know if you say, oh, I'm getting involved in network marketing? And they say, oh, no, you don't want to do that. Instead, you should do this, right? There's not many, is there? There's not many. And that's why they're rare. Number six, they're really rare. And number seven, I actually think number seven, for me especially, has been probably the one that's made the biggest impact and difference in my life. And that's the hard working. Like who are the people who you connect with, you speak to, you, you, you hang out with every single, or at least once a week, who are just so hard working? I'll tell you this, growing up, my mum and dad were the hardest working people I've ever met. My mum was the hardest working mum, like she was a housewife, but it just felt like she had about 100 jobs. She probably did have, probably did have the equivalent of 100. Oh, there's Mando. Sorry about that. The, uh, the maid cleaner just came to come to the room to sort the room out, so Mando was going nuts. So yeah, where was I? Um, yeah, so, so again, my, my mum felt like she had 100 jobs looking after me and my brother and the house and everything in between. Um, and my dad just did not stop building his business. He was relentless, literally. As soon as I'd wake up, he'd be building the business. And as soon as I went to bed, he'd still be building the business. When I was in school, I'm pretty sure he was building the business. When I come home from school, he was on the phone. Like, it just would not stop. And that has built the work ethic in me to understand that working hard is normal. Working hard is not rare. Um, but I appreciate that it, it kind of is. Right? Not many people prioritize work, they prioritize life. They say things like, oh, but you could get hit by a car tomorrow. You need to enjoy the moment. Oh, don't save money. You never know what. You gotta you gotta enjoy it a little, right? These are the sort of things I didn't I didn't really grow up on that. I grew up on work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard, work hard, and in five, ten years you'll be able to live the life that most people can only ever dream of. And it's funny because that kind of came true. Um but also like my, my friendship my friendship group, I had a few friends who were lazy. And you know what? When I was feeling lazy, those, those, those are the friends who I wanted to hang out with. But I had a couple of friends who just worked super hard. One of my friends, Danny, had like two or three jobs. And I was always inspired by the fact that he was always working. And I was like, nice. Like, I'm proud of that. Like, well done. And then my other friend, Simon, he just was is an entrepreneur, property developer. He would just be constantly like Monday night. He'd be out looking for houses. Everyone else would be chilling, watching Monday night football or at the pub or watching a movie. He'd be like, nope, I'm looking at the different areas at nighttime because I want to see what the neighborhoods are like at night. Is it, is it high crime? Is it low crime? If, does it feel safe? Does it not? Right? Um, Saturdays, oh, we're all going to watch the football. We're all going to go to the pub and watch the 3 p.m. kickoffs. Yeah, I'm not. I'm going to be, uh, you know, I'm going to be stripping the walls of the property that I've just bought. And by surrounding myself with all of these people, 
My life has changed. My life has changed. The inspired, the passionate, the humble, the hardworking, the honest, all these different people, the two other people as well that I mentioned. How many of each have you got? If you don't have all of them, go out there and find the, the, the few that are remaining. And which one are you? Which one are you? Who are you to your friendship group? Who are you to your team? If they were to look at this list and they were to put something next to your name, what would they write? Would they write passionate? Would they write inspired? Would they write honest, humble, hardworking? What would they write? Anyway, guys, I appreciate you. Uh, I'm really, really proud of you. I hope for those of you who, who actually are in the Telegram channel, I hope that you actually did the challenge that we did last week. Um, about saving $500 in seven days. I'm going to be following up with that group in a minute to see who, uh, who actually completed that challenge and what happened as a result and how much you actually did save. Because guys, podcasts are great. What I found with podcasts is a lot of people just learn, 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 but they actually never take action. And learning without action will lead to massive amount of frustration caused by overwhelm. So please, whenever you learn something, implement it. Not all the lessons that you'll learn from this podcast will be lessons that you can maybe implement or not. maybe you won't want to implement. It might just be something like, oh yeah, I'm passionate. I'm a passionate person. I need to look for passionate people. Okay, done, right? And you move on to the next one. But yeah, anyway, join the Telegram channel. It's phrasestelegram.com. I'll leave it in the show notes as well. And I hope to see you on next week's episode, episode 217. All right, God bless, take care and see you soon. Bye-bye.